0: All right, guys. Good morning. Um, the four agreements pages forty seven, forty eight, forty nine, fifty. Um. This is the third chapter, the second agreement, don't take anything personally, and I'm drinking some coffee right now. So, as I'm trying to finish up this coffee, basically, uh, the beginning of this chapter of don't take anything personally is pretty much what um we would assume it's about is, you know, The thought process is behind taking things personally. Mm. So Miguel Ruiz, Don Miguel Ruiz makes a good point here. I don't know. Um, There's a quote that I liked. Um, on page 48, it says, nothing other people do is because of you. It is because of themselves. Um, now I don't know if, if you're like me on some things, but it really can depend how I feel. And, you know, if I'm going to take things personally, you know, sometimes it's like every single thing rolls off my back. And then if it's, you know, a day where I'm kind of feeling maybe not at my best or like I get to a period of time during that day where I'm just not feeling as good as I was at other times of the day, you know, I can definitely go into this feel of, you know, just not feeling well, not feeling good, feeling like frustrated and stressed out and just maybe not so, just not having, like, the most pleasant of experiences, um, just on my own, like, it has nothing to do with anybody else, like, I can wake up and be, like, thinking about something somebody did that was, like, insensitive or whatever, like, yesterday or a week ago or a month ago and just kind of be replaying it in my head. Um, you know, I am kind of sensitive to, you know, different things that happen in social settings, but you know, I don't think I'm the only person that's like that. I just think, um, it's just kind of naturally how I am like with my personality. Um, So I do have to, like, catch myself a lot of the time. I do find myself having to catch myself when I get into a mindset like that where I'm kind of, like, spiraling, thinking about some random negative thing, especially if it wasn't anything immediate. It's kind of like, okay, like, you know, do I really need to be thinking about this? Like, you know, like, I've known a lot of people, you know, I've explained kind of how I grew up, you know, in a lot of social environments, so I've had a lot of social experiences with a lot of people. Um, The majority of those experiences are good, but here and there, you know, I've had people in my life that are, like, really not the best of people uh, to have in my life, to keep in my life, uh, and have either felt either forced to try to maintain relationships with people, like, maybe not deep relationships, but maintaining like some kind of like we have to get along like if it's like a boss or you know someone who kind of holds the key or I feel like they hold the key in some way to something that I need you know it's like well I gotta kind of play by their rules right it's like I've had bosses or supervisors that i like you know when I was in practicum and stuff where it's like okay I don't really have a lot of experience and these people accepted me into this workspace and they're kind of in charge of my you know future in a way like I don't want a lot of my time and effort and energy to go to waste um and especially because you know in my past like I guess my academic career you know not that I didn't didn't try or that I wasn't working hard but you know there were Times where things weren't really going so easily, and so you know, my my idea of you know the goals I was shooting for, like I usually shoot pretty high, with uh, you know that kind of gives me room to have some failure involved. Um, so shooting high and then having room for failure, you know, it's like even if I do land somewhere under you know my top goal it's like I'm still within a range of something that I'm trying to do and so you know I've had experiences like that where I've had like supervisors bosses directors just being kind of like you know maybe they're not the best of people um, socially with other people um, especially people who are like practicum students or people who are like entry-level and or I would feel, like, misunderstood by them, that maybe they didn't understand, like, kind of how I worked, and maybe they would assume I was lazy, like, I would kind of get those impressions from certain people that they would kind of assume one thing or another, like, negatively about me, Um, but then also they would rely on me for a lot of stuff, so it's kind of like, You know, they would always ask me to do stuff. They would always rely on me for different stuff. Um, I was was dependable. And so it was kind of like this weird, like, you know, situation sometimes where people would make me feel maybe like a little bit bad about not being fast enough or, you know, when they would walk by and they would see me do something and assume I'm slacking off when it's like, oh, well, some other boss told me to do this other thing. Like, I remember specifically... You know once where i were one of my i think my assistant director um we were gonna have a client that was you know pretty frustrated already with the process and had a lot of records and was just like over it and she comes in like look like i'm gonna get enrolled today but i really would like the person assessing me to thoroughly read and know my background so that i'm not just having to rehash this over and over and over because they had just recently gotten assessed at a hospital at another site and they we do the same form of assessments and so it's like they already had the records in the system from the last couple days uh, updated and so I was the one in charge of this uh, of doing this assessment before the client would see the psychiatrist and so you know my assistant director kind of explained hey this assessment you know just make it start a little bit late so you can review the files and so you know I'm at the computer just like reading the files and the director comes in who doesn't know this from that like she's not involved at all she just glances around and sees what she's going to see and then makes her own decision like based her own opinions uh based on what she kind of observes and she was like never she was one of those people who's like never in the office always doing like 30 things at once like she didn't really connect or really like know the day-to-day of the staff and so you know she sees me you know it's a bullpen style you know room everyone else has clients so they're all out of the room and she sees me in there sitting at the computer I'm a little bit like leaned back in my chair a little bit, but just like reading what's on the screen. And so to her, she's like, well, if you need something to do, you know, she walks by me and like, if you need something to do, you can do, you know, I have a task for you. And then I didn't say anything. And then the assistant director comes up like, oh, I asked her to review this. She's got a really hard assessment coming up and she's, you know, reviewing, you know, before seeing the client. And it wasn't the first time that that director had made those kind of comments towards me Um, But it was kind of like I could kind of see that they thought maybe that I'm lazy or that I Am slacking or whatever, but it's kind of interesting because at that job. I was never slacking. I was never lazy I was always busy. I was always doing overtime. I was always working before work like I was busier than the majority of the people there, and the assistant director knew this about me, but the director was just kind of like having a negative attitude, but also I didn't involve myself with this director a lot, right, because she was never really available, so she didn't really know me, and so I kind of realized that, that, you know, when I've had supervisors, bosses, directors, whatever you want to call them, A lot of times when they don't know me really well just because I have a pretty calm demeanor and you know the way I might seem because I'm not like frantically like freaking out all day and stuff and like spazzing out and like anxiously working and like running around and stuff like I seem calm and I kind of take my time and I get stuff done but when they see that sometimes they're like oh like you don't look like the other staff who are like stressed out and like busy and like, you know, running all over. It's like I would have certain times a day where I would be like, okay, let me get up from my desk and go do this, all these tasks, like a whole list of tasks in the chart room or at the mailboxes or whatever. And so I wouldn't have to be going like back and forth and back and forth and like going back and forth like that. Like I would basically, because for me it felt a little more efficient and it broke up my day better versus being like oh you know like um so yeah like i guess that's probably the the example that comes to mind the best for me is you know when i've had people just thinking negatively like maybe they didn't say like directly to me oh like you're this way or that way but i would kind of assume that they would think that way um But then again, it's like they never fired me. They never called me into the office about my performance. Like if I'm being too slow, if I'm looking too lazy or anything like that, like I always got good reviews. And so it's like you, you know, they would treat me one way kind of sometimes, but then it's like, I don't think I was really problematic, right? But then again, thinking about, you know, them and kind of like everyone else they were around, I was kind of like unique in that way. And like just in the way that I work, I'm a little bit unique. I kind of just sit and look like I'm staring, but like I get things done. It's just, you know, I am I think a lot too. Um, and I am easily distracted. I'm very easily distracted, um you know, it's hard for me to kind of get organized sometimes. If I don't like sit and just like organize what I'm doing for the next couple hours, like before I start doing it, then it's going to be a little bit difficult most of the time. So yeah. And usually it's also going to be the negative stuff. You know, if somebody thinks something negatively, that's probably going to stick, uh, more than if somebody thinks something positively, I mean, I've definitely had way more people say positive stuff towards me than negative stuff, but um, for sure the negative stuff is what what sticks out. And so it's like, well, I've had most people, you know, I would say most people I know don't really have a problem with me. I don't have a problem with them. Um, And, you know, it is a little... um, a little bit of a challenge to have, um, you know, uh, um, like, I guess it's a bit of a challenge to have, um, um, you know, just memories of different situations that have happened. Um, I wouldn't say that I currently have any situation where um, there's somebody in my life that's routinely, you know, getting to me on a daily basis. Um, Definitely my memories of certain types of people like that do get to me. But, like, still, but, um, but I wouldn't say that I have anybody currently like that, just mostly because almost everything I do is pretty remote, um, and, you know, I haven't been, like, in a workspace, in a public workspace in a pretty long time. It's been, like, over six months now, um, but... Yeah, I don't, I don't really, um, like I do little stuff, like maybe like Uber Eats, so if I'm doing little Uber Eats stuff, like, I don't really think that is interfering, uh, too much socially in my life, like, I'm just kind of like, oh, like, that's just what it is, you know, um, but, yeah, like, as far as that type of, uh, you know, thinking about other people, you know, taking things personally, um, I mean, we're all, we all have imperfections, And, you know, other people aren't really going to see things um, the same way that I do. And that's fine, you know, like we're different people completely. Uh, The book talks about people being in their own worlds because they have their own background um, of what they've dealt with, how they've been conditioned Um, I was listening to this Prince interview, or the artist formerly known as Prince interview, last night, where it was old. I think it was uh, with Larry King or something like that. It was like an old interview um, where he was talking about uh, like various topics, and I think that was the interview where you know, I guess well he was he was kind of talking about his creativity coming from God, but um, he did mention something kind of along those lines right before that, where he was saying, you know, um, he was saying he recognizes that he was influenced by his father and his father was influenced by his father and his father influenced by his father. And, you know, when I'm thinking about like, you know, how we're conditioned, how we grow up, how we're you know, raised and come to conclusions that we come to and deal with the things positively that we deal with as well as dealing with the things negatively that we deal with. Um, you know, a lot of it is influenced by, you know, the people who raised us, you know, in our upbringing, you know, we started to form the ways that we think about life and address different Things that come up in life, even if it's like someone being negative towards you. Um, You've had people model certain things for you um, in the past. You know, you've had people model anger. You've had people model sadness. You've had people model, you know, delight. You've had people model love. You've had people model joy. You've had people model all kinds of stuff like dishonesty. You've had people model, um, you know like different weird little things like uh, work ethic Um, you know one thing that I would say you know I definitely learned from some older family members was this whole like you know just lying about things like little white lies like I used to know people that would just tell little white lies all the time about like everything and you know, when I was younger, I grew up with that, and, you know, I kind of knew that they weren't telling the truth, um, but it was always, like, um, something to make them feel more important or something like that, and, you know, I would kind of just see it and just be, like, whatever, like, it's not, it's not a very valued trait, I would say, um, but I definitely picked that up in my youth, in my teen years. Um, you know, I would just be like lying about stuff. Like it would be like anything. Um, lying about the friends I had at school, lying about, you know different, you know, situations that happened that never even happened, you know, I'd just be like making stuff up. Um, because I don't know exactly why, but I would say probably because I, it made me feel or seem more interesting, and then also because I didn't really think too much about it being wrong until I had some friends that kind of pointed out to me, like, they would just, they were nice about it, surprisingly, and I'm glad that they were nice about it, but it's like, I don't know how they put up with me, Um, but they would just be like, that's not how that happened, you know, like, (laughs) you know, and they would just keep, like, saying what actually happened with the truthful details versus, like, you know, and it kind of got to a point where, um, I remember talking about some book or something, and somebody assumed it was, like, in the Bible or something, and they're like, that book you were talking about, I think it was, like, the Book of Enoch, and, they were like oh well I went in the bible and my one with the apocrypha and the book of Enoch isn't in there and like and I was just like because I mean like they were assuming that I was like lying to them about it or something um but I was like no it's not in the apocrypha it's its own like separate little book um it's a whole different book and but it was just kind of um interesting that I was like wow like you know I don't really have a very trustworthy reputation with the things that I say, because, you know, people were just knowing that I was just, like, just saying whatever the fuck, but, you know, like, I've I've stopped doing that, um, but that's kind of just how I was, and I didn't really think twice about it, because I was around adults in my life that were doing that. I saw them doing it all the time, you know, people at church, people who were in you know, positions of power, you know, family members, I saw people doing it all the time, so I just did it too, and didn't really think too much about, like, how is this affecting other people, like, it was fun for me, it felt good for me making up, like, random stories about my day, Uh, it's like, yeah, my days are boring, I'm not really doing anything that exciting, but the things that I would say I would be doing would be, like, like, wow, like, your day must have been pretty cool, like, that was a fun thing that you had happen, But it wasn't like all lies all the time but like it was it was a lot of just like bullshit and you know it did get to a point where I was like I can't even like keep up with like what I said you know (laughs) like I don't even remember what I was saying but like I didn't really feel bad about it till like later on where I was like I gotta stop doing this this doesn't you know it doesn't help anything but it, it, it did help me kind of like keep a distance from people because it was, like, you know, um, it was kind of, like, a protective measure to some extent, but at the same time, it was, like, you can't be doing that, you know, Um, and, you know, like, I, I matured out of it and kind of realized, you know, that's not the best way to develop relationships with people, and I did start like, working more towards my values of having, like, authentic relationships with people, Um, once I kind of started knowing what safer spaces were like and, you know, things like that with different people, I was able to kind of calm a lot of that down because it was like, well, these people aren't judging me. If I have a boring day, if I have a shitty day, if I have a great day, you know, they would celebrate the successes and then anything that was you know, troubling kind of situation, we would kind of, like, talk about it, and it was like, okay, well, you know, and that kind of helped, that's all it really took, was just, like, meeting people that were kind of more, you know, um, just not jerks, basically, <laughs> and so, yeah, like, it's, it's definitely a struggle, guys, like, I know it's a struggle to be, like, um, trying to, uh, you know get things right you know but it's uh like i would say the the best way to address things um is to know what you value and try to work towards that without all the little distractions that the ego kind of places in there um like Pretty much any time when there's something that's, you know, I want to do this, but how come I'm not getting closer and closer to that every day? Usually there's some kind of ego defense coming up. Like, it can be something as simple as, you know, I have all these plans of what I want to do the next day, but I'm a little, like... um Concerned, like a little, um, um, you know, I have a little bit of concern about, um, you know, maybe things I want to do, um, but, um, But yeah, there's something getting in the way. And so uh, like lately, that's kind of how I mean, it's not really on this topic, but that's kind of how my days have been going. Like I've been really having trouble getting organized because there's a lot of stuff I'm working on. And, you know, I noticed that there is a lot of anxiety behind like, you know, putting in the effort and not getting the results. Like I've had a lot of that. Uh, in this last year, with trying to kind of get up to speed with all the tech stuff that I'm doing and, uh, some online stores and different stuff. And it's kind of like, I kind of noticed the little areas where I'm like, okay, I didn't really follow these steps to the T and maybe that's why this or that didn't work out. But then it's like, I also put in all this effort. And so it's like, you know, um, and now i'm kind of at a point where a lot of the effort i've been putting in over multiple months is kind of paying off you know i'm getting interviews or offered interviews and all this different kind of stuff and it's scary you know like yesterday i was like nearly freaking out you know i was like i am not ready for this <laughs> like i am not ready to be like jumping into a new career um like it was hard enough for me to get to the point where I was comfortable applying to jobs and now that I've been applying now the interview options are kind of rolling in and I'm like I'm noticing that I'm applying for stuff that isn't really what I want sometimes like I'm just like applying for it just because it's there and then I get offered an interview and I'm like okay but then I'm like I don't really want to do this anyways you know I'm not like really into it you know what I mean um into that site or that job I just was applying because it's kind of like vaguely related to what I want um and so now I'm like okay now I've got a lot of options rolling in of stuff that's not really something that I need to do um but then it's like you know it's easy for me to like jump want to jump into something uh, and get unfocused and you know just because it's like well if I take just any old job, which I could do, but if I just take any old job, um, I'll be, you know, that'll be helpful, but at the same time, it's like, now I have to learn this new job and do well at this new job and knowing that I'm going to be wanting to quit even when I first start, you know, cause this isn't really what I want and it's like, you know that's a kind of, like, defensive method of trying to get a job. It's like, okay, why would I even apply for stuff that I don't really want? You know, it's easier to get rejected from something I don't want. It's easier to get accepted and then think in the background of all the negative things about a job that I might have that I don't want. You know, um, even when I'm doing my own solo stuff, it's easier to you know, not do it some days or get really unfocused and off track and doing other stuff, you know. Um, But, you know, that's just with jobs and stuff that has nothing to really do with people. It's just me and myself. But I mean, we do the same types of things when it comes to, you know, people, relationships with people, stuff like that. It's like we could value wanting those relationships to be good and strong. But then, you know, the way we go about it, sometimes is maybe not the best um and it depends how we're feeling and how we're doing you know if my health isn't good you know i'm gonna be acting in ways that aren't good all the time you know like um you know it can be little stuff but it's like you know sometimes it's like it just takes a little bit take a step back you know just reflect on things Um, but, um, yeah, not taking things personally can really be a challenge. Um, it's not something that, um, a lot of us really are taught how to practice. We're usually taught to take things personally, or at least that's what's modeled for most of us is you see somebody do something and then like do something to somebody else and then, you know, either if it's good or bad, and then you see how somebody else reacts, you know, and, you know, it's like, well, I should react like this, you know, if somebody, if somebody badmouths me, I should go gossip about them and go tell them off in front of everybody or. You know hold on hold on to it hold a grudge you know Um, like i'm not saying that people should like embark on you know toxic relationships but you know sometimes it's like if it's just like an accidental um non-abusive situation or just somebody in their own imperfections saying something imperfect or doing something imperfect like all of us do it's like really am I gonna write that person off you know because um, it's like it's funny like I guess I guess this is the last thing I'll say on this but like it's kind of interesting how I interpret people who might have a negative opinion of me is I tend to have a negative opinion about them too which is kind of interesting and you know especially people who have you know, maybe wronged me and they're not, they don't seem to ever apologize or anything like that and, you know, they kind of react that way and, um, yeah, like it's really, um, um, I don't really know, like, it's, it's just something to, to try to think about, you know, because it gets in the way, it's, like, sometimes when something happens in the past, it's, like, what are you gonna do about it, like, it really doesn't bring value to the current moment to think about those things, and I'm really noticing that, it's, like, some stuff is, like, do I really need to be thinking about this, you know, like, is it really that uh, kind of a thing that I need to be, like, sitting and thinking about? Um, you know, like, if it's, like, some something that happened involving another person, it's like, I don't really need to think about this, you know? Um, but, all right, guys, well, I got to get on with my morning. It's a little after 8.30, it's 8.35 a.m., I gotta get on with my day so I can get some stuff done as early as possible before I start to talk myself out of things and run out of energy. So with that, thanks for listening.